State Farm Insurance knows that understanding and investing in our cultural identity is paramount in protecting our future. We know what it's like to go from nothing to something to wish that we had better financial literacy when we were younger. Luckily, State Farm is here to help with funding programs like Project Ready, which is committed to education achievement and has already awarded over $11 million in scholarship offers to black and brown youth since 2021. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. All right, so there we were, cruising through the new open-air zoo, when I realized that the park was closing in like 15 minutes. Luckily, we were in my Nissan Rogue. With its powerful VC turbo engine, well, we had time to see all the animals. Whoa! <laughs> and outrun a few! Drive the Nissan Rogue. AT&T connects an ode to podcast. Connect the alarm, change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze, 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work and traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. You know that feeling when you walk into your home, take a deep breath, and feel new? Well, that's what it's like to use Clorox Sentiva. Because Clorox Sentiva smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy. It'll elevate any cleaning routine to not just clean, but also make every room smell like a tropical coconut getaway. Discover how Clorox Sentiva's powerful clean and refreshing scents can transform your space. Get yours in coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store. Welcome to Checking In with Michelle Williams, a production of iHeartRadio and The Black Effect. Okay, y'all. I feel like I know her. She probably gets this all the time, as do I, and I actually love it. I think the pandemic helped us to get some new siblings, aunties, cousins, you know. And so I feel like Candace um, would be a fun cousin. Like, girl, I can't wait for her to come by. She's my favorite cousin at Thanksgiving, New Year's, Christmas, Fourth of July. This is my cut up buddy. All right. I admire her so much. She's a theologian, essayist, columnist, baker, y'all. Yes, she can bake. She can cook. And an educator who has written for Essence, Glamour, The Griot, The Root, Vice, Shonda Love Network, and um, about Black women's shared experiences of faith, healing, empowerment. Please welcome, I'm going to say the full name, Candace Marie Benbow. 
Thank you. I'm so excited to be here. Listen, there's so much to talk about. Yes. And I look at a lot of things that you share. I have to go to columns that you've written because so much of what you say challenged me in a good way. It makes me go to my own Bible and look things up. And I know you have probably shaken a few tables of even people that we admire and esteem in various sectors, secular religion. And you have no fear of challenging, not that you're trying to be, um, you know, some people, I, I think it's a spirit. You just be want to be difficult and right. challenging. No, it's like, no, y'all, I went to school for this. I, I kind of discovered, no, this is different than what we've been taught, or this has been different than what we've just been regurgitating. And that's why I'm so excited to have you here today to speak on all things baking, women's empowerment, your fitness journey. Girl, I'm trying. I am trying. <laughs> I mean... Congratulations. Thank you. On everything. Thank you. How you feeling today? I'm good. It's 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 really interesting because this is a I tell people I have officially entered my grief baking season. So um the fall gets a bit hard for me. Um because when my mom passed and and my grandmother has it's been a year since she's been become an ancestor. And I um I baked to get through that. And so like I told my friends, I was like, I'm making apple cider donuts today. And they were like, we'll be over by six. So, <laughs> so it's, it, it is a very, today I feel good. Like it's one of those moments where years removed from losing my mom. I am, I know how to navigate these moments in ways that I really mm. didn't have it at the beginning um, of our journey, of my grief journey. So it's a, it's a good day. It's a good day. Yes. Tell me again when you lost your mom or when she transitioned. November the 14th, 2015. So it's coming up on eight years. And I know you'll, you probably slap somebody or will be near slapping somebody if they tell you, ma'am, it's been eight years. Get over it. What do you say? You know, I, I heard that like a year after my mom passed that like, oh, it's been a year. Like it's, it's some things that you should be able to do by now. And, um, I tell people because I just have I just had someone reach out to me and she was like, help me to understand when it gets easier, because I hear people say that it gets easier with time. And I told her, I was like, I don't necessarily think that that's true. I think that with time, we learn how to adjust in the moments. Like I, I tell people all the time, like I lost my mama. I didn't lose an ink pen. Right. So like when when you lose anyone who mm. has a significant played a significant role in your life that's a huge adjustment so there are moments where i can think of my mama and laugh and go on about my day i have moments where i just like my mama is really gone and it and it's, it's a sobering mm. and then there are days where it can be so heavy that the only thing i did was get up take a shower and i got right back in bed and it felt as as heavy as it did the day that she passed. But I've learned how now, thanks to therapy and thanks to and thanks to just friends and reading and learning more about different grief journeys, 
I've learned how to navigate those moments differently. So it's not, it's mm. never, I don't, I, I would never say that it gets easier. I just think that we learn with time how to navigate each kind of moment that grief can bring. Yeah. 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 Would you say that, were you taught how to grieve loss? Like, did you go through, like, okay, there are nine steps. I've learned there are nine steps. Some people say there are seven mm -hmm. steps or five steps. I don't know. Do you feel like you grieve loss properly or is there still stuff you're learning about grief? So I will say I didn't go through, um, when I when I first lost my mom, I didn't really, I don't know what stage I was in. Um I just knew everything fell apart and there was really no way mm. for me to make sense of it. Like nothing made sense. She's a, she was a single mom. I'm an only child. So like in a blink of an eye, my whole immediate family was gone. Right. So like, it was like, how do you make sense of that? And so she passed in November in January. I knew that I had to go to therapy. So I started, therapy that January yeah. and my therapist just she just walked with me like she was just like you know there are gonna be days where I mean we talked about all of the different stages of grief and she was like there are gonna be days where those are gonna be interchangeable for you um, but one thing that she she said and I share with people is that I never let anyone else's journey become mine so, mm. so there was one of the things that, that I learned from me was the only way that I could grieve wrong. And I say that in air, I put that in air quotes. The only way that I could grieve wrong was to not honor that I was grieving, right? Like if the moment that I was like, oh, I'm fine. Like this is, no, like I had to, I had to be very honest. I had to be really honest about the way that things it undid me and my own undoing. Mm, I had, yeah. I had to build myself. I had to be built back up. Right. And so I think when you are going through a particular moment of just profound sadness, profound loss, you don't really know, right. What's right. Like you, you, you just, you don't know. And, and, and you will, make mistakes there are things that I did in the in the midst of grieving that I look back and I'm like yeah I was out of my mind ah. but I also had to give myself the grace of like girl you had lost your mama like you so and when you lost your mama you lost your mind like you didn't know and so mm. you got I've had to learn to give myself an abundance of grace and just say you've never been there before you didn't know what what that meant. You didn't know what to expect, but you're here now. And what can you take from that to apply to the times where it's going to get heavy again? So, so good. Thank you for sharing. And I allow space for when folks come on the podcast to talk about grief, loss, you know, their yeah. journey. Because the foundation of this podcast is about mental health, although we talk about a myriad of things. So thank you um, for sharing that. Um, if I may share, yeah. I lost my dad in December of 2020. And I'm noticing the fall mm -hmm. 
brings feelings of missing because his birthday is November 13th. So the fall makes me think of my dad. Mm-hmm. And literally a couple of days ago, I shared with someone, I said, I miss my daddy this morning. So I began to just listen to some of his favorite songs that I knew that he liked, just so I wouldn't like tank, you know, you know, just have a, although I allow, I don't want to, I don't want to allow myself, I don't want to fall into a depression, right? Yeah. Because I am aware of what happens around this time of year first, because people already deal with the seasonal mm-hmm. affective disorder, that seasonal depression. Right. So you couple that with if you ever went through seasonal depression, imagine coupling that with the loss of your mom, mm-hmm. even though it has been eight years. Mm-hmm. So um, what you shared, someone definitely is going to um, be thankful for it. I know I am. Yeah. And you shared that your mom, single mom, only child. And you shared that the morning experience that it helped you shed certain restrictions of faith and you embrace alternative spirituality Mm -hmm. can you share because you know for me i'm like now what (laughs) listen the block the block the block what is it listen listen it was so funny because i will be very honest there were two reasons why church when when in the immediacy of my mom's passing um, why church couldn't be space for me. Um, the first reason was because I grew up in church and I did not have a memory of church that did not include my mother. So I was already, and this, this included going to, when I was in college, when I was in grad school, even when I was living in Jersey before my mom passed, I would go to when I was on my way to church and when she was on her way to church, we were calling each other. So it, I never had a, I didn't have a memory of church that didn't include her. So when I was going to church, it hurt. It was heavy. Right. Then I, the other reason why was because I had, I was really tired of hearing trite cliches that really didn't help me. So when my For example, give us an example of what you feel. I hope it's not putting you on the spot. No, what you I'm gonna tell like. you too that I was like, what the heck? So this lady came to my house, you know, that week before the funeral when when everybody dropping off chicken and pound cakes. Um, yes, Lord. <laughs> she said she was because my mom passed unexpectedly. So if she she did not have an illness. I'm so sorry. She actually had an asthma attack and she passed in her sleep. So it was unexpected. So this lady came to my house and she said, you know, I asked the Lord why he took Debbie. And he told me he took Debbie because Satan know that his time is winding up. And everybody just looked. And I, and I was like, I said, well, why do you have to take my mama if Satan, if it was Satan's problem? And so my uncle was like, well, you, well, you know what she meant. I said, no, I don't. No, don't. It doesn't make any mm-hmm. sense. And so then another person came and said to me, um, this was when I was just really like, okay, I can't do this. Mm. Um, my mom and my dad were not married. And um, this was a particular pastor 
that my mother was 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 really close to in the city, well respected. Yeah. Um, and I and I thought that he was just coming to give condolences, and he gave condolences. And he pulled mm-hmm. me to the side and he asked me, he said, um, if I knew if my mama ever repented. And I said, well, repented for what? And he began to tell the story on my college. Uh, I actually talk about it a little bit in the book, but my college sweetmate Janelle was right there. And he began to tell the story about how my mom, and I already knew the story, that my mom wouldn't stand up in front of the church and apologize when she was pregnant. And so here it is. My mama had just died. We were at home and in my mama's house. Like we were in my mama's house. And this man that she had such a profound respect for was essentially mm-hmm. asking me, did my mama make sure that she repented before she died so she didn't end up going to hell? And I'm like, I cannot be anywhere where there are, where anybody's preaching at this point, because it's just, it's going to make me mad. And then there was a moment where, um, it was months later, I was not doing well. And a former one of my, one of my former pastors reached out to me and I thought that it was going to be a good conversation. And he Mm. said to me, he was like, you got to figure out this grief thing because too many women are looking at you and you're not teaching them how to grieve well. And you don't want your mama to look down and wonder if she didn't do right in the ways that she taught you. Candace. Yeah. At that moment, I remember I got off the phone with him I pulled out my phone and I deactivated all of my social media accounts because I was just that mad. (laughs) And I was like, I can't be in church anytime soon. But what's funny is I was like, I can't be in church, but I can't be, I cannot not be a part of a faith community. Something. Like, Like that was, it was the, it was that like, is that church girl like I was like you can't forsake the assembly of the saints it might not be church but it's gonna be something and so I joined a Buddhist prayer community and I met with them weekly and I read my bible I have a playlist of um YouTube sermons the of Bishop G.E. Patterson I listened to them Come on. Like, like I listened to them for a year and a half and and I'm I was born missionary Baptist, so I love aligned hymns. So I had a I had a playlist of lined hymns. Yeah. And I just I dug deeper into um I dug deeper into the ways that I was feeling my mother around me. And I'll never forget, I went to um, see one of one of my mentors, Pastor Anthony Bennett in Connecticut. And I told him, I was like, I'm so sad. I was like, I can't even pray. Like, I was like, I'm, I'm, I, because there was this moment where I was just like, what is happening? Like, this is, this is mm-hmm. too heavy. And I was like, I can't even pray. And I told him, I was like, I open my mouth and I want to say something, but I'm so mad at God because 
I just don't think mm-hmm. that this is fair. And I'll never forget what he said mm-hmm. to me. He said, every time you cry, you're praying. Candace, you're helping somebody because even you saying, I was mad at God. Mm-hmm. You didn't get struck down by lightning. At all. At all. And we have been taught to don't question God. Mm-hmm. Accept what God allows. Yeah. yeah. I can accept it after I've done, after I've cried about it, after I've grieved it. Exactly. And, but in the moment. In the moment. You can't. And I remember he told me, he said, when you get out of bed, he said, your posture is a prayer. He said, so when you are getting out of your bed and you're sad and your your shoulders are hunched over, he was like, you are already signaling to God that you need help. He said, so if you don't have words this season, it's okay. He was like, because everything that you are doing signals that you need God to help you now. And I, I hung to that because I... So there are several things. I knew that it didn't matter what I what I did. It didn't matter how I constructed faith for me coming out of this moment. I knew I was always going to go back to church and church was going to be included in it because church was dear to me and my mama, right? Like it is like to this day, when I go back to my family church, my home church, St. Stephen. Which is where? St. Stephen Missionary Baptist Church in Winston-Salem. They tell the story of how I was in the fellowship hall as a little girl telling other kids to be quiet and like telling everybody what to do. And somebody said, whose child is that? And they said, that's Helen Bimbo's granddaughter, and you better leave her alone. And they said, well, leave her alone then. So, like, I, they tell these stories of me and church. Like, mm. I am not who I am without church. Like, standing up and reading the announcements. Like, I, like, yeah. I knew I was going to go back one day, but I needed to be healed, and I needed to be whole, and I needed to parse through what I had been told from what I knew to be true. And I think that that is for a lot of us, the journey that can hurt because whether it takes, whether we go on that journey through loss or whether we go on it because we just got a lot of questions and we need to be able to answer them, it takes a minute. to adjust from the reality of all of these things that I heard and I believed that they were God's voice because the people that I loved and the people that I admired mm-hmm. 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 we're saying it yeah that doesn't that doesn't mm-hmm. necessarily reflect who I knew God to be to me that's a hard moment and and it takes a lot for you to go to to get to a point where you are where you are comfortable in saying this is the relationship that I have with God. It is deep. It is strong. It pulls mm-hmm. from those wells that that founded and grounded me, but it's also my own, right? That was the journey that I took after mama passed. Mm-hmm. Wow. 
my grandmother would tell me, baby, they mean well. Mm -hmm. So when you were telling me about the person that told you something about Satan knew his time was up, right? And the other person saying, you know what she meant. And you're like, no, I don't know what she meant. But she got that from somewhere. Mm -hmm. Like so much of what we say is passed down, it's generational. And some of it, and it's meant to soothe and make us feel better. You know, and uh, or or the other person. I know exactly. Um, I've had family members that have had children out of wedlock and they had to go down to the front of the church and apologize and <laughs> repent or be or you couldn't sing in the choir no more. You had to. And then get this. When the baby is christened. The baby's father cannot stand up at the altar with the baby mama and family. Because they were unmarried. Well, see, at least they got at least they got Christian. Because there are still several churches back at home, and one that my mom was at at the time. That if you are not married, they don't even allow you to dedicate the baby. I don't think I got blessed when I was born because my mama would not. And look at you, blessed. Because my mama would not. She was like, I'm not. She said, and I'll never forget. She told me that she was like. To stand in front of people. She said, first of all, I don't know what they're doing in their house. And I went gone. And true. And she said, so, and to stand in front of them would say that you are a mistake. And I'll never forget, she was like, the devil can't give life. So if I had, if I had you, if I was pregnant with you, then the only person that the only being that could give me you was the source of life. And that was God. So she said, like, yeah. I'm not gonna. I was not going to do that. And so I I held that <laughs> even as I was raised in church where I heard some stuff. Like, you know, I like I was basically, I grew up hearing sermons my whole life that told me that I should be better than my mom because my mama, my mama had me and she wasn't pregnant. I mean, she wasn't married. Um, I grew up with a mom who very much raised me with this very kind of feminist outlook and defiance when it came to that. But then she would also say crazy stuff that I heard. And I'd be like, no, mama, where you, where you get that from? <laughs> we get that from. And then yeah, it was yeah. only years later, like a couple years before she passed, like when I was in seminary and we would talk about things. And I would say, like, why would you say stuff? Like, why did you say stuff? Like, and she was like, I was raising a girl by myself in the 90s. I was going to say whatever I needed to say to keep your legs closed and you and you out of trouble. And I and so it was in those moments, too, where I've learned to give grace because. Yeah. And I'm going to say this very quickly because this adds to to context. So the day before my mom passed was the terrorist attacks in London. And um, mm. she and I were talking because I was scrolling Facebook and I was seeing all these people say, God did this to get our attention. Uh, and I was like, people are dying and, and God didn't need to do this to get our attention. And my mama told me to stop. She said, because people are doing the best that they can and they are giving what they have been taught. And they are they are they are being as as kind and as gracious as they possibly can be. And she said, one day they're going to say these same things to you. 
I will. I'm getting chills thinking about it. She said, one day they're going to say these very same things to you. I didn't think that the next day, that the one day was going to be the yes. next day. Um, but I had to learn. I don't think, and I will, and I, I don't believe that people are malicious, right? Like, even that pastor who asked that. Now, while I believe that it was rooted in some sexism and some patriarchy, I don't believe that he did not respect and love my mother. I do believe that we can hold to some very rigid and unloving interpretations of scripture and religious culture that will make the very people that we love and respect enemies when they shouldn't be. Right. Yeah. And so I don't think that when I was, when I was growing up in church, that everybody who made me feel bad for my parents being who they were meant to. And now I think that that's part of the work that, that I know that I have been called to do is because even if you didn't mean to make me yes. feel bad, you did. And so how do we heal those harms? And then how do we also ensure that they never happen again. And the only way that we can ensure that they never happen again is to have some very hard and honest conversations, one about scripture, one about how we frame our relationship with God, to how that relationship then impacts our relationships with ourselves and with the people around us. That's the yeah. only way that we ensure that there are not people who who walk out of church or who walk out of encounters with people that should have been caring and loving and say, I don't want to do this no more. Yeah. And I, so what I'm hearing you say is a lot of church hurt that's been inflicted has been out of ignorance. Yeah. And not that you, I heard you even say, it's not that I don't think he didn't love my mom, which leads me to believe in that ignorance, did he have a good heart? Mm -hmm. But just said some things out of ignorance, or like you said, he hasn't studied, or maybe have. It's kind of like we can also say things when we haven't traveled a lot in the world and allow mm -hmm. other differences, cultures, beliefs, races, and everything sit among people and be like, man, so and so has a good heart, no matter what. If, he don't if he don't believe, but they they have a a great heart and the and the thing is we want everybody to be peaceable, be loving, and embrace the differences. But it's we we gotta like come on and stop being ignorant because people are being hurt. Yeah, you were hurt. hurt. Yeah. AT and T connects an ode to podcast. Connect the alarm, change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze, 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work and traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. at and are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade. 
with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like <sighs> being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb, tuning out all the constant, just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. Moments like seeing my son's team cheer him on mean a lot to me. But after being diagnosed with metastatic breast cancer or MBC, which is breast cancer that has spread to other parts of the body, they mean even more. I take Ibrance, Palbociclib. Ibrance 125 milligram tablets with an aromatase inhibitor is for adults with HR positive HER2 negative NBC as the first hormonal based therapy. Ask your doctor about Ibrance and visit Ibrance.com. Ibrance may cause low white blood cell counts that may lead to serious infections. Ibrance may cause severe inflammation of the lungs. Both of these can lead to death. Tell your doctor right away if you have new or worsening symptoms, including trouble breathing, shortness of breath, cough, or chest pain. Before taking Ibrance, tell your doctor if you have fever, chills, or other signs of infection, liver or kidney problems, are or plan to become pregnant, or are breastfeeding. Common side effects include low red blood cell and low platelet counts, infections, tiredness, nausea, sore mouth, abnormalities in liver blood tests, diarrhea, hair thinning or loss, vomiting, rash, and loss of appetite. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snag a job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, temp to hire, part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snag a job's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. Tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results. Introducing Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD, your breakthrough solution to fight stubborn body fat. Imagine burning fat, balancing glucose levels, and regulating metabolism in just 12 weeks. This unique two-in-one product combines the power of two clinically studied ingredients in one revolutionary formula. Berberine, which targets abdominal fat, and OEA, which curbs your appetite. With just two capsules a day, Smart Metabolic Burn by BrainMD can kickstart your metabolism, fight stubborn body fat, especially that pesky abdominal fat, and support your weight management journey. Right now, save over 30% on Smart Metabolic Burn at GetSmartBurn.com. The lowest price anywhere. That's GetSmartBurn.com. Don't delay. Transform your life with Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Our products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. You mentioned your book. I've been following you so long. 
I remember when you were writing the book. Yes. The you getting the first copy, the release date of the book, and just the launch of that book. And y'all, this is the book, and I'm gonna give you the full title. <laughs> it is called Red Lip Theology for Church Girls Who've Considered Tithing to the Beauty Supply Store When Sunday Morning Isn't Enough. And you mentioned a couple reasons why you would have rather tithe to the beauty supply store and did. And did. And did. And did. And I was going to share how, you know, you write about the experiences in your heart as a black woman in faith. So you're sharing all these experiences, any beautiful experiences that you've had. From the before your mom passed, or even after your mom passed, regarding how you were able to get back, meaning, so you had you literally had, you took a break from actually attending church, mm-hmm. understandably so, right? Mm-hmm. And anything that you discovered beautiful before then or after? Who? Um, I, I I tell people I have this imagery of when so one day I was in my house. And I was, um, I was just crying. I held my hand out, and I was like, "God, I just need you to hold my hand. Like, I just, I just need you to hold my hand." And um, I tell people all the time, I'm like, "We, we have a God who grieves and mourns with us, and who, mm-hmm. who does not always rush." to give us these explanations that other people do, (laughs) but who holds our hand and lets us know that, that we are not alone. And that for me was the piece that I needed to move back into the space of, of saying I needed to be a member somewhere. Like it's, it's, so it's also funny too. And I think that, that we we don't recognize, particularly for single Black women who are raised in church, just how much church creates a sense of normalcy for Black women who aren't married. Because folks get, folks, if you don't, if they don't see you on Sunday, if they don't see you throughout the week, then they know something going on. If you have this kind of regimen, right? We, mm-hmm. we were able to know that something was wrong with my mom because my mother goes to, to she goes to church at seven, she goes to the 745, she went to the 745 service at her church. She was always home by six. So when nobody heard from her after six o'clock, we knew something was wrong because she at home get every every Saturday by six she yeah. ready to go to church. So particularly for me as a young black woman, even though I'm very, I was still connected to my pastor in New Jersey even after I took a sabbatical, which was which was important to me to tell him that I needed to take a break from church. So good. So good. Um, so good. And he was very supportive um, and was like, well, and his his wife and him, I, I, they treated me like a, they're one of their kids. And they were like, well, you ain't got to come to church, but you're going to come over here and eat. Like, we still need to lay out. That's right. Um, 
But there was a moment where I was like, I need to, when I moved here to Atlanta, I was like, I need to be a member of a church. Like I need to be a part of a congregation. And I'll never forget like going in there, going back in church. The first time that I was able to go in there and enjoy service and not feel heavy because my mama wasn't there. And that I could remember, like I there's there was a there was one part where I I didn't know that it was Youth Sunday that I was going mm-hmm. and the the kids were ushering, and I remember when I was a youth usher and I just smiled the whole service because I was just happy that there were like parents who still took their kids to church and let them usher because you know that don't be happening all the time and so right and so it it was for me that I wasn't just I I didn't just find a safe space I have found room to be back a part of a legacy that meant so much to me and means so much to me um that I mean, now I will say, I asked to be a part mm-hmm. of the um, and I hope they listening too, because I did ask to be a part of the <laughs> hospitality ministry, and they and what happened? They kind of looked at me like I wasn't old enough, and I told her I was like, I can't cook. I promise I can cook, and she was like, Okay, well we're gonna call you. They never did. What's the what's the age minimum for hospitality? And I tell you, everybody over there look at least over seventy, and I feel like that is not. I feel like that is not a good uh strategy. Wait a minute, uh, it is not. I was listen. I was reading church announcements, seasoning chicken, serving chicken. I was a teenage. I was young. But see, y'all was cogent Baptist. That whole space, that is like old black women territory. And like I can see that they don't play. my grandmother was missionary Baptist. My granny was missionary Baptist. And I loved um I hate how do I say this? I don't want to offend or trigger nobody. I don't know them green beans at the repast or the cabbage at the repast. Listen, great. Like I I know to this day, so my all of my family is coming. For Thanksgiving, because I cook. Yes. So my cousin literally said, "Can we have funeral green beans?" I know exactly what he meant. I know exactly what he meant. And they're so good. They are so good. I don't know why. And they probably we would un they would be unacceptable elsewhere possibly. But I don't know. It's something about that fellowship hall at the church. And they serve you, and they got them gloves on their hand. And they serve you with that big yeah. little spoon. So much so that my it on your plate. my kitchen, my kitchen in my townhouse, my friends um named it the fellowship hall, and I have oh. a table, and I particularly bought this table because it had a church pew with it. So like they call, they call, they call my kitchen the fellowship hall, and it makes me so happy. Um. Because, and this is this is another part of what it means to heal, is mm. my friends come here now to sleep, eat, and just do whatever they want to do, whereas there was a season of my life where they had to literally come and check on me because I was that sad and things were yeah. that heavy. So, like, they were like, we just came to lay eyes on you, right? We need to make sure that you were okay. 
Now they come and they like, they literally give me their list of all the stuff they want me to cook before they get here. I love it. Um, and it's just, it's such a, it's such a beauty. I would say this for anybody who is grieving, for anybody who is going through loss, when you talk about beauty and finding it, there's something very beautiful about being able to reflect on the journey, right? Like there was to be able to be in a moment where I remember when friends were coming and just holding my hand because I had been crying for weeks. So now they're like, so you you didn't make no macaroni and cheese? I asked you what? A, week ago, a week ago, you ain't got none. You know, like, so, so that, like, you will, there will be moments where and I and I this was the mantra for me mm-hmm. was that life could still be beautiful that like even though colors felt dull to me after my mom died even though there was just like it there was just something of different about life it could still be a beautiful life and so I remember I want to say so I moved to Atlanta October of 2020 and I moved into my townhouse in 2021 and I remember praying to God and I said, God, I want something Mm. to make me have a state of awe every day. Like I, I want to, for all of the deep wells of grief that I knew, I want to know deep wells of joy. And I mean, I prayed that I prayed that and come on. And I said, for as sad as I was, I know I can be that. Come on, yeah. I was like, I know I can be that happy, and and there will be. I can't. I I can't tell you when it will happen for you, but I do know that there will be a moment that you look back, and you will experience something that makes you feel as happy that in a way that you never thought was possible before. And you will say, I'm going to hold on to that. Like, I want to feel that as much as I possibly can. And that's the moment that you realize, okay, I can do this thing called life. Like, I can, I can, live, mm-hmm. I can live without this person in this particular iteration of my life. And I can be happy. Like, that was, that was it for me. Like, that was when I, yes. it, it can be beautiful. Yeah. Yes. Wow. Thank you for sharing. I promise you, I know you have just freed someone or have you're giving them permission to feel everything. Yeah. You're giving them even permission if they literally, like you said, taking a sabbatical to those places that aren't so safe for you right now yeah. or taking a sabbatical period because it means rest. And that sabbatical means, first of all, Folks supposed to be taking sabbaticals like every seven years. Mm-hmm. Now, way life set up, I might do one every year, but I, I'm doing one every seven. You know what I mean? <laughs> okay, so thank you so so much because um, there's a lot going on, and y'all, I forgot to also add in her resume. She was um the church girl. Uh, Beyonce song church girl <laughs> you were the church girl advocate they they she does these carousels where you can swipe on her Instagram posts and you can honey 
could put some of y'all's favorite ministers to shame <laughs> as it relates to her thoughts on church girl, just as it relates to loss, just as it relates to faith, as it even relates to respectively, I mean, we know things are going on between Israel and, 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 and Palestine. And so thank you for that because I've had to uh, read and really, because I'll be honest, how much of things have gone on and we've said, oh, well, that's all the way over, over there. there. That don't have nothing to do with us. Now I'll read the news about, it. I'll be vigilant and pray, but we got to do more than that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we and and, and part of it too is that you know very briefly like this is what's yes. happening in the Middle East right now is also very much very much grounded in religion, and so mm-hmm. um, we have to. One of the things that I I tell people is that there is a way for us to grieve what is happening and be empathetic to to the plight mm-hmm. of everyone while also recognizing how some of the ways that our national and cultural beliefs get twisted and mm-hmm. tied up with religion that can make people who should not be our enemies our enemies. Our enemies. And so yeah. okay. that is that's one of the things that as a theologian is important to me um, that we think through is how like wait a minute how do we separate what we've been taught from what actually is? Like, how do you, how do you create room? And I think you said it earlier of just like, what does it mean to be exposed? Like I had friends as a little girl, it was important for mom. It was important to my mother and mm. not all of my friends were Christian. Mm. I remembered having friends who were Jewish and who were Muslim and I had friends who didn't believe and like, and, and I had friends who were Buddhist and, and that I was exposed to all of these very different religions as a little girl and experiences as a little girl, because my mother's friends were diverse. And I remember she would always tell me like, you can believe what you believe. And other people can believe it too, can believe what they want to believe. But just because they believe differently than you does not mean that they're evil. It doesn't mean that they're wrong. And it doesn't mean that you're right. Mm -hmm. This is what we believe in this house. And this is what we believe in this family. And so what I hope is that even, even in a moment like this, that is so charged and so painful um, is that we can also assess and say, what am I doing in my life that is either working towards or working against people who are not like me to feel included? People who are don't believe like me to feel loved and to feel accepted. If you are not working towards inclusion and acceptance, then we really got to think about are we showing Christ's love? Like, are are we showing what it means to be good humans? Even if, even that's, and that's before faith. Like, am I a good human being, right? Like, and that, yeah. I think that that's a, that's an important space because even if you don't know what's happening around the world, somebody beside you is going through something. Yes. We all are. 
Yeah. We all are. So how do we wow. how do we create space that is inclusive and is empathetic and is caring? Yeah. That is what everyone needs. AT&T Connects and Ode to Podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like <sighs> being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb, tuning out all the constant, just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. Moments like seeing my son's team cheer him on mean a lot to me. But after being diagnosed with metastatic breast cancer or MBC, which is breast cancer that has spread to other parts of the body, they mean even more. I take Ibrance, Palbociclib. Ibrant's 125 milligram tablets with an aromatase inhibitor is for adults with HR positive HER2 negative NBC as the first hormonal based therapy. Ask your doctor about Ibrant's and visit ibrant's.com. Ibrant's may cause low white blood cell counts that may lead to serious infections. Ibrant's may cause severe inflammation of the lungs. Both of these can lead to death. Tell your doctor right away if you have new or worsening symptoms, including trouble breathing, shortness of breath, cough, or chest pain. Before taking Ibrance, tell your doctor if you have fever, chills, or other signs of infection, liver or kidney problems, are or plan to become pregnant, or are breastfeeding. Common side effects include low red blood cell and low platelet counts, infections, tiredness, nausea, sore mouth, abnormalities in liver blood tests, diarrhea, hair thinning or loss, vomiting, rash, and loss of appetite. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snag a Job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, temp to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snag a Job's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. Tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results. 
Introducing Smart Metabolic Burn from Brain MD, your breakthrough solution to fight stubborn body fat. Imagine burning fat, balancing glucose levels, and regulating metabolism in just 12 weeks. This unique two-in-one product combines the power of two clinically studied ingredients in one revolutionary formula. Berberine, which targets abdominal fat, and OEA, which curbs your appetite. With just two capsules a day, Smart Metabolic Burn by Brain MD can kickstart your metabolism, fight stubborn body fat, especially that pesky abdominal fat, and support your weight management journey. And right now, save over 30% on Smart Metabolic Burn at GetSmartBurn.com. The lowest price anywhere. That's GetSmartBurn.com. Don't delay. Transform your life with Smart Metabolic Burn from Brain MD. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Our products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Well, Candice, thank you so much. I need there to be a part two. Yes. Because there is more that I can just glean from you and just listen. Um, You know, because it's amazing. Some of my podcasts, it can be question after question. And then sometimes it's just like, I promise you, I kid you not, I had a feeling. I was like, let this be Candace's podcast today. <laughs> Thank you. And it really is your podcast today. I wanted to make mention of something. Um, and we don't have to speak on this, but I want to make mention of something that I saw you do in the past. You did a campaign to help provide um, Black women um, housing grants because we are more likely to be behind on rent than white men and five times more likely to be going through the eviction process than anyone else. And so I wanted to bring acknowledgement to that. Thank you. So y'all follow her. Do you have an ongoing link for that where people can just get yes. up here or is that, or is there just a, do you just do that at a few periods of time throughout the year? So we give them four times a year. Um, I have an ongoing link. It's actually on my the IG bio. Yeah, in my IG bio. Okay. Um, because what happened was that we had, I, we had about, the first time we opened it, we had 2,000 women to ask for help. And each time that we've done it, we've had sister, more sisters um, ask than any, you know, any time. And so at okay. the summer, I think we ended up with like 5,000 applications. And it just really goes to it was it was really heartbreaking because we all we had more applications than we had funding but it goes to the heart of what so many women are going through so many people are going through um I will also say it's we already hit holiday season yes you know and I that's a hard time for a lot of people. And one of the things that my mom taught me, and I've learned how to do this more, was she would help during, um, she would give to campaigns and stuff during the holidays, but she would always save to do more in January and February. And I'm like, why are you doing that? And she was like, because some people will do all that they can do to make it through Christmas and they won't have enough for January and February. Yep. And so she wanted to, and as a mama who think a mama who was doing it by herself, she knew what that was like. So she, she would do that and I've done it too. And I tell people all the time, 
if you can think about the top of the year for people, um, because a lot of people get a lot of help during the holiday season and then need a lot more at the top of the year. Um, But yeah, you can go to my bio, um, the link in my bio and uh, it's there and it's available. Yes. Y'all, her Instagram page is simply, it's Candice Benbo, okay? B-E-N-B-O-W. Or you can go to her website, CandiceBenbo.com. Click the link that says Home Sweet Home, all right? And it will tell you all about what we are talking about so where you feel like you can give. People are like, well, I don't have thousands to give. Baby, $10, $100, $500 will definitely help to go towards somebody's rent. And y'all, please look out for Candace. There are times where major publications call on her to give commentary or do a column. It's just not faith. Y'all, she tore people to smithereens, you know, regarding Megan the Stallion and Tori. Oh, play by her. <laughs> okay, okay. She did not play about Beyonce. I don't play okay, by her. When it, came, when it came to the Renaissance tour, when it came to Church Girl, okay, you gave me language. Oh, thank you. During that period of man. When it comes to certain family and friends and they're being torn apart in the media. Sometimes I can go inward mm-hmm. or when it comes to things that are going right on right now with the war, it's like, I don't have language, but thank you, Candace, for helping to give us language. I, and I'd be wanting to repulse and I'd be like, okay, but I know these ain't my words, <laughs> but you know, I can always get credit, but what it, you just give us language mm-hmm. and you give us the kind of, and your boldness helps me to strengthens me makes me be a little more bold because I'm just going to be fully transparent. You know, we were brought up in the time of even of artist development and being an artist. Yes, you can stand for certain things. You can have your causes, but lots of times we just keep quiet, not because we don't have anything to say, not because we're heartless, but it's going to take us unlearning and getting out of the fear of what will happen. Yeah. All right, because it is we've been sometimes we've been told people only care about your music. You ain't a politician. (laughs) You know what I mean? So thank you for giving so many give get out just speak for me language. Yeah, and I think too, I'll say this quickly. It's for some of us to do it's for some of us to take the hits and do the conversation. Like it's like there are I think often about the relationship between activists and entertainers during uh, the civil rights move, the civil rights and the black power movements, like that they were the ones who sustain artists to help to sustain and, and support activists mm. as activists stood on the front lines. Cause we knew, cause they knew what it took. That's true. We knew what it took. Aretha was Aretha, Mahalia. Exactly. 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 Look at me calling by their first name. Did you hear me? Mahalia was by Martin. Exactly. We talk about the great Mahalia Jackson and correctly, Dr. Martin Luther King. But but the, the truth is that we knew and we always know that our artists, some of our, our, our celebrities and athletes cannot make 
the statements that a lot of us can, but that doesn't mean that they don't stand with us and it doesn't mean that they don't stand by us, but it does mean that those of us who can stand and speak freely should stand and should. Got it. All right. Candace Marie. Thank you, girl. (laughs) Thank you so much. It's been an absolute joy. When I tell you, you are welcome anytime to checking in. I live in Atlanta and I I don't know if you knew that, but I think we might have said it. I've been there since 2018, end of 2018. Okay. Well, let me know when you want me to cook. Cause I'm cooking. I'm the person that's gonna say I'll bring the I'll bring the ice. I'll crush it. I'll even crush it and make sure it's crushed. Wherever you okay. want to come. All right. Serious. All right. Thank you for everything. This was the highlight for me. So I needed. I yeah. actually needed it today. So this was the highlight for me. You know, I already told uh, my uncle. Okay. My uncle Dean and my uncle Derek, my mother and sister, they went and they told the church that. Um, so we was a part of testimony service. My one of my and he was like, um, Candace is gonna be talking to Michelle Williams from uh from the Destiny's Child. She's gonna be talking to her. Uh-huh. So we're gonna let y'all know it. I don't know if it's gonna be on TV, but we're gonna let y'all know when it's coming. So my cousin Come on. My cousin Billy called me and she was like, why was you a church announcement? I was like, girl, that, that's your uncle too. So he was your uncle the same day he became mine. <laughs> we love you, Candace. Thank y'all. We'll see you again. All right. Talk to you. All right. Bye. Checking in with Michelle Williams is a production of iHeartRadio and The Black Effect. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. 
Tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results. Introducing Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD, your breakthrough solution to fight stubborn body fat. Imagine burning fat, balancing glucose levels, and regulating metabolism in just 12 weeks. This unique two-in-one product combines the power of two clinically studied ingredients in one revolutionary formula. Berberine, which targets abdominal fat, and OEA, which curbs your appetite. With just two capsules a day, Smart Metabolic Burn by BrainMD can kickstart your metabolism, fight stubborn body fat, especially that pesky abdominal fat, and support your weight management journey. And right now, save over 30% on Smart Metabolic Burn at GetSmartBurn.com. The lowest price anywhere. That's GetSmartBurn.com. Don't delay. Transform your life with Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Our products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Are you feeling overwhelmed by anxiety, struggling to find restful sleep, or plagued by a restless inability to focus? It's time to break free from the chains of mental health challenges and discover a path to healthy living. Welcome to Amen University, founded by renowned psychiatrist and brain health expert, Dr. Daniel Amen. Dr. Amen, alongside a team of esteemed doctors and experts in their fields, understands the struggles you're facing and are here to offer solutions. From debilitating anxiety to sleepless nights filled with worry, our courses are meticulously crafted to target these specific challenges head on. Join us on a journey of transformation led by Dr. Amen and a roster of top-tier professionals. Say goodbye to the constant battle with your mind and embrace a future filled with hope and possibility. Visit our website today to explore our courses and start your journey towards a brighter tomorrow. Use code BRAIN10 and get 10% off. That's code BRAIN10 and get 10% off your first purchase. Amen University, because your mental health matters. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.